Welcome to the Scared Silly Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Zach O'Ryan. Today's episode was <laughs> insane. Uh, we just heard one of the best ghost stories that we've heard on this podcast so far. My good buddy, John Torres, he's a stand-up comedian here in Chicago. He's also a producer of the Don't Tell Comedy Chicago series. It is a speakeasy, kind of low-key comedy show which is super dope they send you the address about an hour before the show starts and it's just invite only really really cool he also hosts his own podcast called brick a bracket podcast but he has an insane ghost story about an apartment complex that he used to live in uh also about a plane crash that occurred both those things tie together and encapsulate just this wild wild ride of a story right at the end of this podcast so please enjoy again his name's john torres i'm zach o'ryan leave us a review send us a like sign up for our patreon but most importantly enjoy the episode Hey, let me get my hat. I'm gonna put my hat on. See my new coffee mug? Pretty. Oh, that's dope. Pretty good. Where'd you get that? My girl got it for me. Yo, your girl snapped. I wish my girl would give me nice gifts like that. You're in the fresh car state, the fresh car smell stage. I'm more in the baby spill Similac in the back. It got hot. It evaporated. And now the car smells like shit and boiled, spoiled milk stage. That's oh, where we're at. Well, I'm just kidding. Let me stop before I get my ass with that zone. What are we talking about today? We got some. We got Suicide some Forest. Suicide Forest. I'm excited. Japanese, Wait, did you I'm just hyped. get hip to the Suicide Forest, Anthony? Yeah, my nephew just told me about it. And I was like, yo, what? And he told me about it. I looked it up. Yo, it's crazy. It is crazy. Any anything that sounds like suicide, suicide in it, it's forest? gotta be scared. Yeah. And Japanese got no but scary shit. They're yeah. the ones that came up with the fucking what was that show called? They came up with the movie, remember? Uh ah, uh, where the girl shows up and you get cursed. Ah, uh, what is that movie called? It's oh, a scary movie. Oh shit. The not the ring, the grudge. The grudge. Who answered that the for grudge. you? Huh? Who answered that for you? Yesy? Google. Google? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. My girl did. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, they're big. They're big into the culture. She knows because she has one with me. She's like the grudge. Speaking of haunted places, I don't know if this place is haunted, but it's a ghost town. South Bend, Indiana. South Bend, Indiana? Just got back to <laughs> South Bend, Indiana, home of the Notre Dame fighting Irish and nothing else. <laughs> That's what I... Wait. Notre Dame is in South Bend, Indiana. Yo, bro, you're going to make fun of me. I'm not going to tell you what. No, you got to tell me. Nah, I can't tell you. You're going to make fun of me. Were you on the football team at Notre Dame or something? No. Yeah. 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 I was on the team. You see this? This was on the team. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I thought Notre Dame was a place. Notre Dame. I think it is. Yeah, because they got the hunchback in Notre Dame. So I thought that's where the football team was. No, that's a cathedral. That's not even in this country. That's the Notre Dame well, Cathedral. Not. Yeah, it like burned down like a couple of years ago. It was like big news. I honestly thought that Notre Dame and like the hunchback, I thought he was like the the mascot of Notre Dame. He's not the mascot. Who's that guy with like this? He's like this. Yeah, he's on that's the... just that's the fighting Irishman. He's not a hunchback. Well, is that the hunchback of Notre Dame? Nah, man. I watched a scary movie last night that I think you would What'd like. What'd you watch? I watched a movie called The Monster. The Monster. Why have that sound familiar? Where'd you watch it on? I watched it on the shittiest internet 
and it kept freezing. It was an hour and a half long movie. It took me about three hours to get through it because it kept freezing and it would show me that little circle loop where it was loading. Oh, and I would, hate that buffering. It would freeze in the most inopportune moments too. It'd be like dun 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 dun. Right when the part got for the shit would scare you, it would just freeze and you'd be like, oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. And then you'd get up to oh, like, that's bogus. use the yeah, bathroom and then that. I'd come back and like the shit would pop out. And I'd be like, I'm dead. not even scared anymore. Yeah, she's already dead. Not even you went in the bathroom, anymore. you came back, the buffering stopped, she was dead. She was just hanging. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. It would just pause at the most inopportune moments. It was like as you if know, someone sorry. was next. It was like as if someone was next to me and they just kept yeah. interrupting me at the most inopportune moments. Like but me. It, but I didn't even have to like deal with that. I had to deal with the internet service. Yeah, but now you have me. Now I have I'm you interrupting me at I the just most interrupt. inopportune moments. <laughs> Let's find the hypnosis. Did I say that right? I don't know. I don't think so. Hypnosis isn't that like what the like what the movie's about? Hypnosis? I don't know. I no, hypnosis. Hypnosis? No, is that a word? Hypnosis. It doesn't sound like. It doesn't have sound like a ghetto word. ass Puerto Ricans on your show, bro. See, look, sounds like a, you can't pronounce. It sounds like you lost that somewhere in translation. Yeah, I believe I did. Hold on, hypnosis. Yeah, snopsis. Oh wait, let's see how you say it. Let's see. I'm going to find out how to say this word that I'm trying to say. You listen. You tell me. Synopsis. 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 Yes. Well, synopsis. Synopsis. Synopsis is like how you... A brief summary. Yeah, a brief of the summary. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, see that? I'm not like that dumb. We're getting, I'm just half dumb. This podcast is three parts. It's part comedy, part horror, and part teaching you English. That's what this yeah, podcast is. Yeah, and to read. And to read. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it, Anthony. Thank you. Man, we got a cool guest coming up, though. I'm about to let him into the room. Who's coming on tonight? John Suarez. John Suarez. Oh, my buddy John. He's got this cool-ass scary story that we're going to talk about from the haunted uh, Clarendon Hills apartment complex. He was like, bro, you got to hear this scary story. Where's... He started telling me about it, and I was like, dude, I don't even want to know about it yet. I want to bring you on the podcast, and I want to hear about it. What's up, boys? You got to turn on your video. I learned this already, bro. I'm an IT. Boom, there man. he goes. John Torres. <laughs> Looking like Wolfman Jack, bro. Where you been hiding? Yeah, man. Hiding in the cave, bro? <laughs> got a beautiful girl. You look like you killed somebody, and you on the run. I mean, hey, you know, you never know. Yeah, we, we should have done a... this podcast about werewolves, man. You would have fit right in. That's what we should have <laughs> done. We should have did it about the serial killers. Just have him shave his beard and leave the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I got Jeffrey. Do I got some Jeffrey Dahmer glasses I could have put on, too. Shit. Ah, see? We should have put him on for the serial Look, he's even got the wolf in the background just to complete the environment. Yeah, he is. Oh, All yeah. Right? John Torres, what's up, man? Not too much, Dago. How y'all doing? Dude, we're doing, doing good. good, dude. We're doing good. Just trying to get the podcast off rolling, talking about scary shit, trying to keep it funny. It's been a it's been a whirlwind so far, man. <laughs> We've been bringing on paranormal hunters and tarot yep. card readers. We've got a demonologist coming on next week. And I got to email these people and be like, hey, just so you know, like, this is definitely still a comedy podcast. So like, <laughs> we're about to say some like stupid shit and we're dumb. Like just come into this knowing that we are a couple of idiots that are interested in this kind of shit. And we just, you're the experts here. So if we ask yeah. stupid questions, please forgive us. But I can't tell you enough how much it's just not going to happen that we're going to come in here and not ask stupid fun questions. And I apologize for it. But here yeah. we are with John Torres and you're, you're an expert on podcasting. Which, how's your podcast going, man? It's going pretty well, man. We're getting it off the ground. We're doing a we're doing a bracket podcast. Me and Connor Colley, uh, my other producer at Don't Tell Comedy. It's been going real. It's been going real well. Been working out all the bugs, going through like tons of practice episodes. We finally just recorded our first real episode, so that'll be out soon. 
and we wanted to do a, a podcast with a like bracket elimination, but we wanted to do stuff that's like not pop culture or anything that's like because everybody everybody already does that. Yeah. So we wanted to do like we'll ask comics like what they want to do and shit. Like one of the ones that we just did with Kate Kennedy was uh, like thrift like shit you find at a thrift store. Oh and yeah. Vote on like what's the best, and a couple of the other ones are like worst Uber drivers, like bad first jobs, ways to get dumped, and then we bracket all those different things into the into the podcast. On March Madness style, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know if we could say March Madness because I think they'll just come for us, like uh, how the, how the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Works. Well, we'll yeah. say it here on this podcast. They can come for us if we want to. I got March Madness. The big fish yeah. over <laughs> here. I'll send <laughs> them. I send the big fish for them. We're That's the we're right. a horror podcast. They're not coming for That's us. Right. Not coming right. for us. I got tarot card readers on deck. That's I'll right. send your way. I got a demonologist in my inbox that I'll have mm-hmm. send your way. My dudes, what are I'll we send a ghost about? hunter of South Florida to your house and bring all them demons to your crib. John, Listen. I'm so excited about this horror story that you want to talk to us about about the Clarendon Hills because that apartment complex oh. is here in Chicago, right? Yeah, it's right outside. It's in the western suburbs of Chicago. I'm excited to hear about that. But first of all, I called Anthony and I was like, hey, man, we got John coming on the podcast. He's about to tell us this crazy haunted story from Clarendon Hills. And then he was he brought up about the uh, and I don't know if you've heard about this, but you know about the uh, the suicide. What is it? Suicide Forest out in Japan. So Yeah. Japanese. Oh, yeah. Forest. Yeah. That's what Logan Paul got in trouble for. I that's think. what Logan Paul got. In that's trouble what you for. just told me. Who, well, OK, tell me, first of all, I got to know what happened with Logan Paul. What, how did he get in trouble for it? I mean, I I don't know, man. I think he I think he just like made some video and I think there was somebody dead in the forest and he found him. I don't know. We might have poked him no. with a stick or some shit. Like, it, you serious? I know, he, I know he did some wildly inappropriate shit. He basically so tried to I mean, he basically used the forest, went through there and made a vlog and was getting some like clickbaity. And he basically just like I don't know, tried to use what was going on in the forest for likes and clickbait and stuff like that. And it was very like tasteless you know what i mean like he wasn't in there like trying to spread information about you know the suicide forest or try to prevent suicides or like help people who might be depressed or anything like that he was basically in there just kind of making a mockery of it yeah yeah yeah, like so we got a lot of backlash from it but what'd you find out about the what was your nephew telling you about the about the forest you said you found out some facts about it so my nephew listens to the podcast shout out jeremy garcia thank you for supporting your uncle you better because i changed your diaper when you were five all right so the (laughs) Anyways, uh, he was telling me that uh, he was like, yo, um, you guys are going to talk about something scary. Talk about the suicide force in Japan. I'm like, what? He had me at suicide. I'm like, anything that got the word suicide can't be good. You got to be some evil. So he's like, yo, you got to talk about it. It's really, it's really bugged out. So I said, all right, cool. So I looked into it. And uh, so supposedly it's a forest in Japan that was by, it's right off Mount Fuji. And a lot of it's covered by uh, old lava has got hard to solidify from the last eruption and uh it said there's myth there's myths that is haunted by ghosts of old mythical stories from japan but it's also a, a location because it's so quiet they said it's really quiet area because the trees and everything they reduce the sound and people go and it's like one of the most known places for people to commit suicide right and i'm, I'm confused because i thought it was the the bridge in san francisco Golden Gate, because they said everybody like that's a big place. You know what I mean? Yeah, the bridge in San Francisco, I think, is like one of the big places here in the in our country for yeah, people to yeah. commit suicide. They, a lot of people will jump off that bridge. I know that, but I think like uh, globally, 
I think that forest is like the number one place. And I think it's like, it, it's something crazy. Like definitely at least one person uh, every like few days yeah. or something well, insane like that. Yeah. It's so bad. They have signs now. Yeah. When you get to it, please don't kill yourself. Get help. Yeah. That's my, I ain't going to no forest. I got a sign that said, please oh, don't kill yourself, man. I'd but be here's, here's one thing I did here though. Um, they said, let me see if I, I want to read this right because I don't want to give fake knowledge here. Yeah. Um, but they said that there's certain areas that the compass, if you use a compass, it oh. goes all crazy haywire. And now they don't they say it's probably because of the lava that's gotten hard, like yeah. the magnetism, I guess, or something. But that's still weird. And then they said that in 2011, I think, oh no, 2010, uh, the police recorded more than 200 people having attempted suicide in this forest. Yeah. But only 54 completed the act. So if you're not really serious about killing yourself, but you're thinking about it, but you kind of want to live, I guess you go to that forest because 54 out of the 200 people, that's not that bad, the numbers. That's pretty bad. That's I mean, it's pretty bad. bad. That's five. That's almost five people every single month. Four or five people every single month. That's horrible. And then if you think about 200 attempts... That's yeah. every other day. That's more than every other day. Somebody but think about that. the hundred and how many? Hundred and forty-six that survived. That's that's a good number. I mean, there's hundred forty-six people that didn't die. That's how you want to look at it. That's a weird. I, way I to try look to see the positive things in life. You know, that that's seems a weird positive. way to look about suicide. But if that's but that's, that's how you want to view it, that's in Japan, in Japan, in this forest, there like I do know a few things about this. Yes, yeah, there's a there's a suicide season. That's in Japan. So it's right at, I know, right? Isn't that fucked up? Wow. That's crazy. So it's right when the weather gets warmer. So I think it's when people have hit a peak with their seasonal depression. That's when they go in because they realize they're like, oh, it's getting nicer outside. Why do I still feel like this? And that's when they go and they can go deeper into the forest. And that's when they kill themselves. Damn. Really? So, real talk, like how it's getting warmer in Chicago right now. Yeah. If the if that forest was here, that would be like right now in Chicago. Yeah, because you try to get it. Let me tell you something. You try to get a person from Chicago to want to kill themselves after the winters we have here. They will be like, "Hell no, nah, man! Wait, wait till after summer, bro." What Take was that? Over. What was that Japanese horror movie that just came out with the uh, where they were on the train, the train to train to Busan or something like that? It was with the zombies. Have you seen that one? Oh, I had heard that. Oh, man. I saw a movie that. There was a breakout in the guys in his apartment that was Japanese. There was that and one too, but the one just got like critically acclaimed views called The Train to Busan or Busan. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's great. Check that one out. I know really? we always give like little have to look movie up. reviews on here. If you're listening and looking for a good horror movie to watch, I think it's still on Netflix. I know it the was train? The Train to Sorry. Busan. B-U-S-A-N. A really good movie. There's a lot of a lot of the scary movies that I like to watch are like foreign flicks from like Japan. Stuff like that. They make the best scary movies. They make the best scary Mm -hmm. movies. It's just like a different type of lore. And I was thinking about it. I think we get so used to like the paranormal that we kind of discuss growing up and get used to, or like the hauntings and like the the lore that's in that you kind of come up with in America. So when I watch stuff about, you know, that's like a foreign film and it's something told that I've never even heard about, like even like, you know, the suicide forest. And things like that, or the way that, you know, people outside of our country view like zombies or just like the traditional things. It's just so different 
that you kind of it shines a totally different light on it and you're like holy shit like it's i think we get so accustomed and used to just like the americanized like horror and like folklore stuff that i love me some foreign horror films but that's why japan thrives on that because japan has a lot of haunted places aside from that forest yeah oh yeah that's japan has got a lot of haunted places um i bet you there, i'll tell me. you what i bet is haunted i bet you their apple headquarters or wherever they got the apple building out in japan is haunted because i heard people they are like suicide nets. suicide nets bro they got suicide nets anthony have you heard about these? apple they, no yeah dude at apple outside of the building in japan at their apple headquarters they have suicide nets so that oh. people can't jump off because i work so i used to work for a japanese company and their culture is work 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 yeah, work i mean they'll work 18 20 hours a day catch the train you'll see a lot of pictures of them like sleeping on the train to get home just to yep. go home sleep and then go like a lot of times like the husbands don't even like help raise the kids because they're just working and grinding and it's very interesting and when i worked with the american company here to like see the work ethic you know comparison between like our branches here in our country and the branches over there in japan was just like oh damn like i can't even really be complaining about this eight to five shit because that (laughs) is insane so like the suicide rates over there have a lot a lot to do with with the work-life balance in japan and just the culture of coming up and just just work 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 so are you saying now is it because they're they're just so hard on you at the workplaces it's just their mentality so like you know it's a hard culture it's a hard culture culture is like oh yeah they yeah, hammer that shit home where you just constantly have to be working. That's why I think, like, I don't know, I'm probably speaking out of turn on this because I don't know shit, but imagine in that culture, you lose your job yeah. and that's all you know. Oh. So people are probably probably killing themselves. Yeah. They're like, I have no purpose anymore. And it's just tough because we look at it from a different point of view. You know what I mean? We were raised in and we came up in, in this very Americanized like democracy that we've got here and just the work culture that we have here in America. And to be honest, it's pretty fucking lazy compared to a lot of places around yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. And then you you look at a culture like Japan and it's easy for us to say like what we're saying now in terms of like they work too hard and all this other stuff. But when it's all you know, right? And when you yeah. come up in that and like your father was doing it, his father was doing it. It just becomes the norm and it becomes more of like you, you, you I, I would imagine you become proud to be able to do something like that. Or that's like a form of success is how long and how often and how much you can actually work. But it's very much different from here. Like the women don't work as much like in Japan as like they do here in America. And it, they're just very much more into they're like very much like less progressive when it comes to like a, a standard household of work that we are here in America. So I can imagine depression and suicide rates and things like that and a culture like that and an environment like that would be a lot higher. So to hear that they've got like this suicide forest and the nets surrounding, you know, the big tech companies so that people can't jump That's- off. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all. It, it's awful and it's terrible, but it doesn't surprise me. And you can imagine how like things like that would birth different ways of looking at like ghosts and hauntings and different types of folklore and stuff like that. Yeah, especially the apples. I had no idea. That is crazy. Suicide yeah. net to Apple. You would think like those people would be happy working there. You're working for like one of the biggest companies in the world. But they're working like Literally. 20 hours a day. 
And then wow, also imagine, imagine, imagine you're working like 20 hours a day, right? Yeah, and that'll burn you out. You're that'll not helping. You... You, you, you can't spend time with your kids, right? So then years no. are going by, years are going by, years are going by. And you're just working in a factory, fucking screen on the phone, screen on the phone, screen on the phone. 20 hours later, go home to take yeah. a nap, catch the train, go back to work. Eight, a year goes by, another year goes by, another year goes by. And then you go into your boss's office and he's like, Hey, it ain't working out, man. We're gonna let you go. I'll let and you go. Like, oh my God! Open a window. Yeah, open yeah, a window for real. And especially if they're that hard, the boss has got to be just as hard. So imagine you go to your oh, boss, and you're yeah. like, "I'm thinking, like, I'm having bad thoughts." They're probably like, "Yeah, oh, put those thoughts into the phone that you're gonna go build now. Go yeah. build the phone. Yeah, you gotta go yeah. build it." That roundhouse school. I was gonna tell you real quick, not to throw off, but well, I have read some crazy stuff about it. So the it's called the roundhouse school, and people who've gone there roundhouse. Yeah, roundhouse school, like the kick. Yeah, like the, roundhouse. Like the roundhouse kick. Is it a school of jujitsu? Oh, I'm sorry. It's the roundhouse. Is that where Amanda Nunez went? Round Shout out to Amanda round Nunez. School. Yo, beast mode yesterday. <laughs> Hold on, but let's take it off. Yo, it's called the round schoolhouse. Y'all just take it to a whole new level with the roundhouse. Why well, you gotta take it to the roundhouse? You mean? But anyway, <laughs> everybody who's a lot of people gone there come back traumatized. They come back uh, like delusional, like messed up in the head. There's people who don't even return. The people who don't come back. That's it's why like, they call it the roundhouse, because it's as if you got roundhouse in your fucking head. Yeah, and you're, you're done. delusional yeah. and you're done. According to rumors, people hearing voices and footsteps. Oh, it's haunted. Yeah, I told you it was haunted. The feeling of being watched, shrill screams from the woods at night, Ooh. and even attacks from shadowy figures that emerge from the woods. Eric talked about shadowy figures. You remember that, bro? Yeah. Remember when we asked him, like, what does a ghost look like? He said it looks more like a shadowy figure. Yeah, we were talking about is- we were talking to this uh, paranormal investigator from down in South Florida. And like, obviously, he's our first paranormal investigator that we interviewed. So Anthony yeah. was like, I got to just ask you, like, straight up, like, have you ever seen? Because here's the thing. I love like ghosts and I love this. So I grew up in the South. So for me, like all this stuff is like very fascinating. That's a lot of haunted folklore in the South, man. So for me, all this stuff is very fascinating, but I'd be lying if I said I'm still not skeptical in certain areas. So when we interview these guests, it's not just like, oh yeah, for sure. Like we got questions. So like Anthony just hit him. He's like, you know what? Let me know, give it to me straight. Have you ever physically seen a ghost? And if so, or if like not physically seen a ghost, like what's the most prominent physical thing you've ever seen that you were like, that's not explainable from the laws of physics. And he was like, here's the thing. I've never looked up and seen what I thought was like a physical ghost or a physical apparition right in front of me. But what I do see on a more regular basis are shadowy figures moving amongst the light to where it's almost as if something from a different plane is present yep. amongst the plane that you're on now simultaneously from whatever that means, different times, different uh, you, continuums, whatever have you. So like when I see it, when I see stuff that's more science based, a lot of times it's more like shadowy figures or things moving or, you know, lights kind of dimming in and out or audio from the EVP where it's like, we're not on the same plane here, but something seems to be overlapping here, right? And that's what Eric was talking about. So when I see things like that, then I'm more intrigued to like dive in and be like, okay, what else is actually going on here? Because I'm not gonna lie, when I hear some shit like, there was a, a my grandma was sitting on the edge of my bed and she was chastising me. I'm like, maybe you just had a crazy dream and you missed your grandma. I don't know. Yeah. But when I do see things like that and hear things like that, then I'm more inclined to like try to yeah. dive in and figure out what else is going on. 
Well, get whenever this. there's something like specific like that where they're like, "Oh, I saw my grandpa and he was doing that," I was like, "You were having sleep paralysis in a deep dream." Yeah, like, that was the night. It's very, it's very different. <laughs> but get this, bro. Look, it says that not even Japanese mediums refuse to go anywhere near this site. Yo, there's a whole crew that goes into the forest that is responsible for finding bodies. Like that's their job. That's yeah. to go into that forest. Yeah, that's and how the, many people kill oh, themselves wow. in there, man. The real fucked wow. up thing is, is the time that they go in the most is before the holidays and after the holidays. Oh, that's, so that's they... the busiest times where oh, they go. Oh, yeah. And I they also want heard, oh. sorry, sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. I no, also the... heard that they're like terrified to go in. Like they like there's only specific days and times that they'll go in because they're yep. also like, you know, weary of the spirits and things that are going on in the forest. That like if someone will like say kill themselves during the off season or something like that, it, yep. they'll be like, well, we can't even go. We won't even go in there to look for them until, you know, this date or this time because of, you know, the high uh, potential for there to be like more active spirits and stuff like that. People really? say that wow. the tree markers move on their own. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. So there's red marks on a lot of all these trees that is. And they're they're up so high that they're pretty hard to fuck with. And people like they'll do like uh, like towers of them. Like oh, if you have three, you're going west. If you have four, you're going east. Shit like that. And it'll be moved to a point where people have literally walked in circles, and you get lost out there. There's no cell phone reception. There's no nothing. So these guys are really good at navigating this forest because the. And after certain points, I think the I think the like the sun or something like that or where the moon sits. I I don't know. I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, but I remember reading that they're like depending on where that where that is. It's like you're going to be following that. But I was like, how the fuck are you going to tell where you are by looking directly at the sun? Like that's some anti Boy Scouts. Shit. I can't yeah, see yeah. shit. I can't see <laughs> shit because you're staring right into the sun. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you can't see shit. That's why you're lost, man. I see shadows. Yeah, your yeah. retinas are burned out of your yeah. head. You better see shadows. <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, but so you got they got so they put markers just to see where they're going because you said there's no phone reception at all in there. As far as like from what I heard, like what I've read, yeah, very limited because what you were saying about the compass, all that stuff from like the the lava and the like the magma rock i think it fucks with the reception yeah that's great see that's why my fat ass don't be in no force <laughs> <laughs> this is that simple why am my fat ass first of all i ain't got no business being in there. am i bad no we the same size but i ain't got no business being in that motherfucker that's his house there's it's some my wild, house. there's some wild stories about that forest that now just from us like touching base on it, i want to like look into it more maybe do like, yeah a whole episode, I'm definitely... do like a whole episode about it and maybe get someone on the podcast that's like knows a lot more about that forest because i feel like we're touching on the surface and giving like yeah. i don't know just like our opinions They're, on and our ideas but yeah, because you know comedians that's what we do crazy yeah. we give our own opinion it. yeah john was like yeah if you follow mars into jupiter you're gonna see the moon <laughs> there's gonna be three rings around it if your third ring is gone that means you're dead that's it that's it that's how it that's not then you say Beetlejuice three times. Yeah, you yeah. say Beetlejuice, and if you say Candyman backwards three times, you leave. And then yes. Elon Musk will throw a lasso around you before you get there and pull your ass back to Earth. Pull you That's out with a rocket happened. car. That is but what you know, happened. There's there's one other thing, like there's one other uh, like story that I know from. Fuck, I wish I would have looked this up. There was an urban. Well, legend. we didn't exactly give you a lot of time, and that's my yeah, fault. 
Oh, yeah, sheep among there, the wolves. There was a uh, there was an urban legend of somebody that was from America that went to uh, Japan and they went to the the suicide forest, but they brought back like plants. They're like, oh, I'm gonna keep these as a souvenir oh, for these American. my house. And apparently, I think the person either got very hurt at home, like they had a terrible accident at home or something like that. But tons of bad shit happened to them when they brought back. Oh, that's because they bought back some bad weed. That's what that was. They bought some bad weed. That's what it was. They They found some weed. It was so high. They fell down the stairs. It was like, oh, my God. They they brought back some spiritual weed weed and they smoked it. Yeah, they was bugging out. Well, hey, man, I really, really, really want to hear your story about the Clarendon Hills apartment. Is that what it's called? The Clarendon Hills Apartments? Yeah, it's called the Forest Hill Apartments. And it's crazy that you mentioned shadow figures because I didn't used to believe in ghosts. I always wanted to believe, but I didn't believe, like I never saw anything. So it's like seeing is believing. I'll get to it in the story, but I saw a shadow person for the first time in my life. So this is years ago when I was living with my mom. We sold our house on the south side of Chicago. We moved to the suburbs and uh, we ended up moving into this apartment complex. And I just didn't like it from the get go. You know how like you get into a place and you're like, something about this doesn't feel right. It feels a little sketchy, but I was like, all right, whatever. You know, it's just me being out the city. Like it's too quiet here. As we're living there, we move in. Everything's fine. About two months goes by. I notice stuff. Just, I can't fucking sleep through the night. I keep waking up at like three, four in the morning every single day for like a couple weeks. So I start looking into it and I was like, is it my anxiety medication or is this something else? And it turned out that I was like, oh, that's the witching hour. So I started looking more into this. And that's the when witching hour. Yeah. So 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. is when spirits are known to walk the earth more because it's when oh us active as beings, uh, we're the least active. Okay. Unless you're well, a stand-up that's, comedian. And you're that's all the time yeah. for me. I'm least active. So they're like, day. hey, less traffic. <laughs> it's time to boogie. Yeah. So I noticed that stuff in the apartment starts to disappear. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just bought a laptop. Because I, I don't even know you bought a computer. Disappeared for like three days. And it just shows up back on the kitchen table. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? I had to charge it back up because it wouldn't turn on. As we're like sitting around, we didn't have cable. All we had was internet, so the TV would never be on. You could hear it. It sounded like whispering. Like if you were just sitting still, it sounded like. And I always wrote it off as I was like, oh, that's somebody's TV coming through the wall or some shit like that. But we started hearing it all the time. And then my mom asked me one morning, she goes, do you have a friend over yesterday? And I go, no. She goes. Wait, were you home during the day? And I go, no. She goes, that's weird. I thought I saw somebody just walk through the apartment. And I go, okay, that's real fucked up. Couple weeks go by. <laughs> just someone to... walking through your apartment and your mom yeah. just like, that, that. I'm sure someone's supposed to be here. I'm sure. Yeah. She, she thought it was me and then realized she goes, wait, he's at work. Oh, and like, shit. she called me and it like freaked her the fuck out. I came home. I made sure nothing was going on. So Another thing, your computer. Like, yeah, right. Like, I ain't trying to miss that shit again. So there's a couple more weeks go by. We noticed that the electricity in the building isn't working right, but it only would happen. So all the lights would flicker, and it would get really, really cold in the apartment. And it's like the it's it's like May, 
And we're like, why is it cold in here? This is very fucking weird. One night, I'm downstairs in the basement doing my laundry. And I see a little kid walk down the stairs. And I'm like, are you, are you lost? So this is a long building. There's only like two washers and dryers. And I see the kid. Basically, the basement connects the two buildings that are right next to each other for a shared laundry room. I see the kid stop, look at me run back up the stairs and I'm like, all right, this kid's got to be lost or he's like out of his apartment and his parents are passed out. So I go back up that way. I look around, no kid, no nothing. What the fuck? So I run back downstairs. I do my laundry. I'm freaked out. So I just bail and I go back upstairs and try to go to bed. Turns out the next day I ask the landlord. I'm like, Hey, somebody's kid. There's like, there's no kids that live in that building. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, all right. Okay. Maybe it was like somebody's nephew or some shit. I don't know. So I'm trying to like stay as realistic as possible with all this shit. Right. Then I keep waking up at three in the morning one night and I notice something like shake the edge of my bed. And I don't think anything of it because I got pets and I'm like, oh, that's the cat. And I look over and the cat's right next to me. So I could literally feel something moving by my feet, but I can't see anything. I turn on the lights and there's nothing there. All right. That's fucking weird. So go back to sleep and then go on with my day. The next day, same shit happens. But this time I click on the light. I can see a shadow figure standing in the doorway. Like it's just staring at me sitting still, but it looks like it has its hand like on the top of the door jam. Like it's just staring at me, just hanging out, watching me sleep. Oh shit! I got goosebumps. And, and for real. It scared the shit out of me because I thought it was like I don't know, maybe my mom had a dude over or something like that. Like I'm not trying to stop my mom from. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to cock block. Yeah. So he was looking like, man, your mom was mad. Right. Good. <laughs> you thought she was pissed before. If you're cock blocking, she's gonna be upset, my guy. Yeah. That's why she was asking if someone was here. She's like, hey, yeah. no one was here listening to me uh, during the day. Hey, <laughs> Anthony, what are you? Like, don't worry, I'm moving back out soon. Don't worry. Uh, I'll get my shit together. So I'm freaked the fuck out. Like, I see somebody, and I I uh, kept a, like, a handgun in the house for protection. Yeah. And I'm running, I'm trying to clear this shit like I'm in fucking Call of Duty. I'm like, watch your, watch your six, mom, watch your six. And I'm banging on the door. I'm like, yo, is somebody here? And she goes, what are you talking about? I've been sleeping. And I go, I just saw somebody staring at me in my doorway while I was laying in bed. She goes, okay, that's really fucking weird. And I, I, just, I couldn't go back to sleep. But two weeks later, I'm laying in bed and it's like maybe 10, 11 o'clock. And I'm reading a book and I got the light on in my room and I can see my door. Like I keep my door cracked because of my cat, but I could see the door going, Opening and closing. Opening and closing. Like more than oh. what the wind would fucking do. And I mm. thought my mom was fucking with me or somebody else was like just doing something. I checked to see if it was a fan, a draft, nothing. And it kept doing it. I wish I still had the video of it because I sent it to my girlfriend and I go, hey, I think my apartment's haunted. Oh my and it's God. just the door going back and forth. Ironically enough, my girlfriend, who I live with now, so shout out to my babe, Lindsay. Hey lessons to this um, <laughs> she ends up spending the night there once and 
I don't really tell her about any of this stuff that happened because I didn't want to freak her out. Because you know you're not gonna get any if your if your girl's freaked yeah. out. Yeah. Hey, by the yeah. way, and thanks for coming over here and deciding to sleep with me. Uh, whole yeah. bitch is haunted. The whole bitch. Yeah. You can tell her that after if you want her to leave. Just be like, hey, that was you cool with people watching. Just yeah. so you know, there's people here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. gonna, oh, so they're... we're gonna have breakfast, right? You're like, actually, there's yeah. seven ghosts that live here, and yeah. this is when they come out. My witching hour is eight a.m. So, yeah. do you want me to get you an Uber? <laughs> so, it's we're both sleeping, and she wakes up. And she thought that I was messing with her. She goes, John, I felt somebody sit down on the edge of the bed and then sit back up. But she couldn't see anything. Like she took her phone and like flashed the light, but nothing was there. But she could feel her feet go down and then go back up. Damn. And that was when I had to tell her about all this weird shit that yeah. kept happening. Oh, man. How did she take it knowing that you had all this stored information about ghosts? I would hang out at her place more. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out at her crib. She's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Straight, straight, straight. Here's my address. All right. Uh, I cook better than you. So yeah. come on over here. <laughs> my bed doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, right. It stays in one place and it's yeah. not as squeaky. Um, <laughs> so all this with all this shit happening, I start looking in like I start Googling my address and I was like, Here's my, I don't want to give the address because it's still a real apartment. And I know people that live there. And it's like, I just put the address in and then the word murder. Nothing came up. I'm like, what's going on? More weird shit starts happening. So about three or four weeks later, I'm gone. I was doing the road for stand-up. And I was gone for the whole weekend. My mom calls me and she goes, hey, remember how you said you think you saw a ghost? And I go, yeah. She goes, I just saw the back of somebody's head sitting on the couch. Bro, what? What? So the, so the, bed, so the apartment is really, you know how sh all Chicago apartments are just long hallways? Yeah. So it's modeled after that. She came out of her bedroom, walked down the hallway. So the couch faced the door. So all she saw was the back of somebody's head sitting on the couch. And she caught it out of the corner of her eye when she was going out the door to have a smoke. And then she looked back and nothing was there. But she said when she walked over there, ice cold around the whole area of the couch and it's the middle of summer holy shit yeah so no. yeah uh and yeah. my mom my mom's an old hippie so she's like breaking out the sage and yeah. she's like okay we're gonna <laughs> clean this whole place out yeah like like between between cleaning the, like using the sage to clean out the ghosts and chasing the jehovah's witnesses away my mom's a straight up g with the sage she's killing it so you know the people that live there now did you tell them did you give them the heads up you're like hey this no is gonna be we some goofy shit we just know people that like we made friends with the people that had, that lived that lived there so and then uh my mom actually just moved away from there yeah so. But you couldn't, she just, you couldn't find anything in terms of like no murders or anything had happened there. You couldn't find anything to back anything of that, any of that up. So here's the next part of the story. Oh, yes. Here we go. So, Anthony, were you going to say something? Yeah. yeah. You so say your mom just moved from that apartment? Pretty you much. Say? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Go ahead. I was just so, curious. I just wanna know. It's been it's been a wild ride, man. Like when we first moved in, I noticed that the air conditioner had like mold in it, but it's. I, I thought it was something else afterwards. I was like, what if people were well, like, what if, what if this is just like a haunt? Like there's just haunted shit in the building. 
I also didn't like the fact that the basement where the laundry room was, it looked like a straight up saw room. Like the store, all the storage units, mm-hmm. they looked like jail cells. And there was a giant metal door that was on a pulley and it would shut going sideways like this on a fucking oh, pulley system. Yeah, some tech. That's where Texas Chainsaw yeah, used to hang his boys up. We used yeah, to hang his victims dude. up. That's some real leather you, shit. You were waiting for the jigsaw.com. I want to play basically, a game. Basically, yeah. Like it, it was a long, dark hallway and it was just, it, that whole place just gave me the creeps. So my day job at the time, I was a mechanic for a school bus company. And sometimes I would have to drive the buses. And I noticed one day that we used this old mapping system. And I'm like, I wonder what this area used to be. So I look in and I take the longitude and latitude of where I currently was in that building. And then I looked, took the compass, pulled it. And I'm like, okay, here's the longitude and latitude of my apartment. I start looking into what that area used to be. Before it was cleared in hills, it was just unclaimed, undeveloped farmland for DuPage County, Illinois. I start looking at it and I pull it up and there was, hold on a second. I should have pulled this up earlier. It was a. And do that do, it was just like farmland. Yeah. And I don't trust those farmland places. Not after seeing the movie, the witch. So here we go. I found it. TWA flight 529, uh, September 1st, 1961. There was a plane crash coming from California. Shut the fuck up, John. Yeah, I got the Chicago Tribune article for real. So uh, the plane crash killed 78 people. Holy shit. And this is right where that apartment is. It is right where the apartment complex is built. Bro, you had a you had the pilot coming trying to trying to get back in his, his in his cockpit and he was sitting on your bed instead. Yeah. So one of the other things that really freaked us out, and this is when I still smoked cigarettes, me and my mom would, you know, we'd split a cig out on the porch sometimes, and it would be late, it'd be like midnight, one in the morning. There's this weird businessman, like a straight up like 1950s, 1960s businessman. We would see him walk with his suit in a briefcase in the back of the building every once in a while. And he would just kind of disappear into the darkness. And I'm like, that's for sure. A, like the ghost of some business guy that was on that plane from California to Chicago. Bro, that's so y'all was smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> a, tobacco, a tobacco cigarette, John? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that for real. Oh, I got for real. Because right I guess it's back when I used to smoke a, a lot of cigarettes. Uh, cigarettes. <laughs> Damn, that isn't, that's, bro, that's the best ghost story we've heard on this podcast so far. Yeah, that's, that's insane. I got goosebumps like crazy. I freaked the fuck out when I found this Chicago. Because usually you find like links to ghost websites. This is straight up the Chicago Tribune. And this is was a this was an article published in 1991. And it says, after 30 years, few traces of aircraft that killed 78 people. Damn. And it was built. So the crash site was a a I think it was a quarter mile away from the building where we were so where the plane hit but it slid so basically like people were scattered all over this area they were yeah. thrown from the plane so it was anywhere between like 62nd street and then the main street in clarendon hills which is 55th street a very busy street so it's between those two areas and i was i was legitimately scared i'm like holy shit like there might actually be life after death, and these people are stuck here on this plane. 
That's yeah. wild, man. That is insane. Did you? T- I mean, really did is. you tell your girls? Did you tell your mom? Were they like, "Holy yeah. shit!" I I told so many people when I found this out, and I like my my mom has friends, and they like would come over and put like stones in places and stuff like that, trying to realign stuff. And I know they did some stuff with like I don't know if it was holy water or sage or something like that, but. After they started doing all this stuff, a lot of the a lot of it stopped, but you would still feel like we we went over to her place for Christmas this year. It was just me, my girl, and my mom because it was like still COVID and shit. But it feels like somebody's watching you when you're in that apartment. Man, and I'm surprised y'all lived there that long. Shit, yeah, I'd have been gone. Listen. Rent- Control Dude, baby. the rent. I don't give a damn. Listen, I'll be homeless. I'll sleep in my car. There's, <laughs> There's got to be in something in leases from now on where it's like, oh, yeah. by the way, if this if bitch is a- haunted, all <laughs> this shit goes out the window. Yeah, we're, you're done. You don't got it. Yeah. And you want to know what's even more fucked up is that there's uh, like there's a rule in Chicago. I think it's in Illinois in general. Like if somebody gets murdered on that property, they have to disclose that information yeah. to you. They didn't have to tell us shit because it was before the town was even established. Yeah, and technically it wasn't even a murder. It was like a plane crash. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like they, they were just like, no, nah, this is fine. It used to be a farm, just pigs and cows and chickens. And how do you even disclose that information to? Like, oh, you like this house? Beautiful, ain't it? You, you disclose two bedrooms. It. This guy hung himself in that room. By the way, but anyway, anyway, like I was saying, the best. That's, that's not even what <laughs> happened. You disclose it the exact same way they disclosed it by not yeah. disclosing it. You're just like, good yeah, luck in here, real. man. If you see kids down in the laundry room, let us know. Damn. We got a new pet. By the way, 78 people died out here. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear a little boy, but don't worry about it. He just yeah. goes along. John, um, that is a wild How story. old were you when this happened? I was, it was, uh, I lived there for two and a half years. So I think I was 23 and so you were already Yeah. You said I wasn't your mom trying to get you out. She was telling her side guy, she was like, listen, I need you to hang by the door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> we gotta get this guy out of here somehow, man. He don't want to leave. What do I do? Turn the heat off. I told there him you go make it cold in here. I told him no, five I mean, years ago he had to get out of here. And he's still you just gotta get here. real. You just gotta get real with him. And be like, so how bad? How bad do you want us to be a part of yeah. your family? Yeah, right, John right, was right, it. Right. John wasn't caving though. John wasn't caving. He's like, oh my god, it's freaked out. It's still free to live here, so I'm good. I'm gonna still. Right, right. <laughs> I'm still staying with your mom's. That is. Yep. That is. And it, so that building is still there. You said there's people who live in that apartment now. Yeah, you can look it up. It's called the Forest Hill Apartments off of 55th in Tennessee. Yeah. Avenue. Forest and Hill Apartments and the TWA now, flight. 529. TWA flight 529. That's going to be the name of this whole podcast yeah. episode. Have you heard Have you heard anybody else, uh, like any other stories since then or Google anything? Not, anything not like, it? not Google or anything, but I... I've talked to other people that live there and they're like, yeah, we constantly feel like we're being watched. I constantly feel like stuff is moving around in here. Another thing too, whenever there was paranormal activity or stuff that would happen, like was about to happen, the internet would go out and the electricity would start getting fucked with. Which is weird because if we're talking about the suicide force too, it always messes kind of with the the compass and the electricity and the and yeah. the phone signal there too. So it's weird how oh, overlapping oh, yeah. all of these variables so are. Because them is, never paid their comment bill. That's they what never the do. Is. No, they never do. 
No, they never do. There is one other thing. So this apartment was on the first floor. So you could just walk in from the parking lot, like straight up into the building. Um, for a long time, there was nobody that lived above us. We would constantly hear footsteps above us. And it got to a point where it sounded like stuff was slamming onto the floor, like straight up, like somebody was trying to hit the rock bottom on somebody on the oh, upstairs yeah. apartment. And one night I just went up there and I opened, I figured out how to open up the lock. Cause you know, you, you learn you how to fracture. It. Yeah. You picked, you, yeah. You just say you picked it. He's, I learned, I, I don't lock. know. Just open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've learned not incriminate myself. So, <laughs> uh, and there was nobody up there. And then I came back down and an hour later, it sounded like there was people up there again. And I was like, fuck this. I am so done with this. Mom, place. I'm moving yeah, out. I would have been going. Yeah. I'm finally moving yeah. out, dude. You Mom, win. I'm, gr- I'm growing up. That's it. I would have been with the broomstick. My Puerto Rican ass would have been like, come on, stop it. <laughs> come on, have some respect, man. Been, well, I it's 11 o'clock, man. You would have been sprinkling adobo <laughs> on the doorway gotta... just to try to keep him out of there. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> why does the whole apartment smell like chicken seasoning? What is going on? Everything smells like salzone. John, yeah. that was a fantastic story, man. Why don't you tell every all of our listeners where we can find you? You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, at J-O-N double underscore T-O-R-R-E-S. And uh, I'm also a producer of Don't Tell Comedy Chicago. So go check out Don't Tell Comedy. There's uh, secret shows. Uh, Some of it's still going on. So check and see if your city and state is listed. We're in like 40 different cities. Just they don't have it at the apartment, though, don't. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> John, you should, though. That would be pretty cool. It's been a pleasure, man. For me and Anthony, dude. Thank you so yes. much. And see you later, brother.